What's going on, everybody? <laughs> if you made your way down this direction to the comic experience, you're listening to the Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report, episode 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a, a special guest today. Uh, so let's get on to uh, our show. But before we get started, real quick, um, if you wouldn't mind dropping a like, uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit the little bell notification so you know when our videos are coming out. We have some uh, really cool comic dubs coming out that the boys have been working on. Um, and then, yeah, comment below. We constantly have things on Twitter, Instagram going. So uh, I'm your co-director, host, Sebastian. What's going on, everybody? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, over here, we also have the uh, he's co-director. He, he does it all. He's an editor. He, he does comic dubs, Gilbs. What's going on, Gilbert? What's up, guys? I'm Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter as well. I'm glad to be here, as always. Cool. Right on. Uh, how's your week been? Pretty good. You know, I've been, uh, been hack- I finally found some time to hack away at uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin 5, so I'm working on that. All right on. Cool. I'm psyched for that comic, so... And we have in the UK, Machinima Man Marshall. What's going on, Marshall? <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me back for episode 16. I don't have a pun for this week, but I did write you a poem, Sebastian. <clears throat> Go for it. R4 is red. R2 is blue. If I was the force, I'd be with you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I love it, Marshall. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you so much for being back on. Anytime. Cool. We have a Harrison also in the UK. Harrison, um, I was going to say from the cupboard. Are you out of the cupboard yet? I am out Harrison of the cupboard. Harrison out of I the am. cupboard. <laughs> Harrison unrated. <laughs> but we have You heard it here first. We have folks. Harrison. He's back and he's out of the cupboard. Breaking news on the Folker Report. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you very much for having me back. Cool, cool. cool. And we um, have a huge guest this week. He um, is the director of Savage and um, other huge movies. Um, he's also a producer um, for some uh, many music videos. Uh, he does it all. Dakota Gamble. Thank you so much, Dakota, for being on. Hey, guys. How are you doing? And being the guy with the most bass in his voice, I'm very happy to meet you all and be a part of this podcast. It's been a while, but uh, I'm always down to try new things and hear what you guys are talking about because I have... Never heard of half the stuff you guys have said in the last two minutes, but here I am giving my opinion and listening to everyone's vocabulary on this subject. Right on. Cool. Thank you so much, Dakota, for being on. Uh, Dakota, do you want to let us know real quick um, a couple things you worked on and where we can find some of that stuff? Yeah, man. I just did a couple features. One of them's on Amazon Prime. It's called Savage. It's a comedy drama if you want to check it out. Um, done a couple other horror films along my career here in LA based in LA I do music videos photo shoots but you know doing what I can to make it out here and working with different groups of people and obviously expanding my horizons doing podcasts and anything that's uh speaking to more people with uh different voices and different opinions which which is nice to hear these days because it's it's uh rare and not that you know much appreciated so thanks again for having me and I'm, I'm excited to see what I will learn with all you wonderful people worldwide yeah, it's cool, cool. and I, it's always awesome having new guests on. I love the the different perspectives, and we uh, this guy actually has the you know what's to get out there and go direct he you know direct movies. So it'll be cool to hear things from actual directors uh, 
you know, view. So, hey, uh, real quick, let's get on to the quiz question. I decided to change the quiz question. Dakota here um, this week was going to, right after this, you're going to go check out uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? You haven't yes. seen that yet. So he's going to go see that yes, movie sir. about uh, Freddie Mercury. So the quiz question for this week is, what movie do you think in maybe 30 years about a famous singer from this decade that we are experiencing now? What what movies do you see? You know, do you think there's going to be a Justin movie, uh, Justin Bieber movie? Uh, I don't know. Do we have a Taylor? But already was. Yeah, there already true, was. True, true, true. But yeah, with but some, he's uh, an, actor, about an actual portrayal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, somebody, an actor playing the life of this character, maybe. So I bring up Justin Bieber. Uh, Dakota brought up that one earlier. We have a, our, our spider senses are tingling and we feel like maybe he's going to have a tragic downfall. So that might make an interesting movie. <laughs> so 30 years from now, think of an actor or, or I mean, or a singer uh you know our performer that you think will will have a movie about you know so jot that down oh and after the episode yeah from oh, I, this, got, I got one this, that you guys are gonna love this era yeah okay cool i'm psyched let's get on to the show though we're gonna talk some um let's talk some dc there wasn't a whole bunch going on in star wars this week um so i want to talk a little dc um apparently owen mcgregor uh from star wars and various other i mean he's he's done fargo uh, well, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. We watched Moulin Rouge last night. That's a trippy movie. It's amazing. Uh, he's just been cast as the villain of the Birds of Prey movie, um, Black Mask. Now, I've been hearing Black Mask has been the, the villain for a while. Um, Gilbert, let's start with you. Why don't you kind of tell me your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know if you've even played the Arkham games. That's kind of where I know Black Mask from. Well, I mean, personally, I'm a, I'm a huge Batman fan, so... I mean, I've played uh, Arkham Origins where Black Mask showed up, but I've also watched a bunch of the cartoons where Black Mask made, has made an appearance. And I mean, I'm I'm into it. Like, I, I think it's cool and everything, but I just don't know if Ewan McGregor will be able to, you know, play that role. I just, it, it seems like he's, I don't know, it's, it's one of those, like, he, it's supposed to be a mobster, and I've just never, I don't, I've never imagined uh, Ewan McGregor as a mobster. <clears throat> and especially not one who's, like, going to go toe-to-toe with, like, Batman or, like, superheroes, you know, stuff like that. I just I just don't think he'll do it. I would attend. I would tend to agree with you. Yet <clears throat> we've seen him as a Jedi Knight. I think I've seen him as a priest in a movie. Um, I just saw him in Moulin Rouge. Um, I've seen him in uh, the Tim Burton movie, Big Big Fish. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the yeah. dude has you know uh, a wide range of stuff he can do. So I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully his take. Marshall, are you familiar familiar with the character of Black Mask? And if so, how do you see Owen bringing something fresh to that character? Uh, I don't know much, but I do know he's meant to be one of the most kind of sadistic and violent of Batman's villains. Yeah, I think it will be a bit weird seeing Ewan McGregor play him, because I haven't seen Ewan McGregor in a film since Revenge of the Sith, which was like 13 years ago, so <laughs> he's going to look a bit old when I see him as Black Mask. <laughs> No, it's it's funny you brought that up, and I'll I'll move on to the next question I was going to ask. We have Ewan McGregor, this big actor. Um, we're covering him up in a mask. Uh, do you think that's the white the right way to go with this particular actor? Where do you think his strengths lie? Do you think it's in his performance? Um, do you oh, see yeah. him as a character that can put on a mask and totally rock it? I think he'll be out of the mask just as much as he's in it because. Black Mask has an obsession with all different masks. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll he'll probably be switching it up in the film, and we'll see him out of the mask quite a lot, I think. 
Harrison, how are you feeling about uh, Owen McGregor? I, I love, you know, I just love him from Star Wars, but and then from then on out, I loved the actor and pretty much anything I've seen him in. Um, do you think this is the right move for DC? They're kind of pulling a bigger name. Do you think this is, uh, you know, like a bit of a Hail Mary? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's weird that they've got Ewan McGregor. I mean, uh, he you're right, he's great, and I really like him as an actor. Uh, but he is so much the... He's the nice guy in so many movies. You know, he's just come off being Christopher Robin. <laughs> yeah. like, that, And then go, okay, this is the man I need who can break off kneecaps. Is a weird decision saying, to make. Um, okay. Yeah, but it, it could uh, be what? good. It could be interesting, like, just to see him do something different. And actually, if his face is covered up by a mask, that might be really freeing. It might, you know, like, we don't just immediately go in and go, oh, that's Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's my friend. We might go in and see someone else, and it's actually Ewan McGregor giving a good performance, and that might help us uh, get into the whole thing and get convinced. What if the mask is the shape of his face? He doesn't take the mask off the whole time, <laughs> but it's the shape of Ewan's face. That's the whole... That's how DC what, screws this one up. Oh, dear God. What if it's like an Obi-Wan Kenobi mask? You know, like someone's bought for Halloween? <laughs> that would be amazing, guys. It's a Liam Neeson mask? Yeah. I, I would buy it. <laughs> Dakota, I'm, I'm going to ask you another... Uh, kind of what I asked the other guys. I want to see your take on it. Um... We actually, uh, I don't know which, which, um, it was the Tom Hanks movie, the, uh, he was in the, the Tom Hanks movie, um, I don't know why, the something code, the Da Vinci code, he was in one of oh, the yeah, Da Vinci codes. Yeah, he was the bad guy at, he the, was a, at the end of uh, yeah. Angels and Demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah, now I've seen him play a bad role in that, Dakota, I don't know if you've seen that movie, um, he's been a bad guy, I don't know if you're pro Owen McGregor being a bad guy, I mean, I, I've seen it and I, it works. Well, we're in a world where we have Jared Leto and um, Jesse Eisenberg play the villains of Batman. So I really don't see anything wrong with playing. We'll have a guy that we've come to love because sometimes when we see Steve Carell play the villain, it's kind of different. We can't see Kevin Hart playing the villain, but we like to see these people who have had their resume building up playing the good guy and then we have him playing a bad guy especially someone who's masked so i think with his talent his ability to dance and sing and like you said he played um christopher robin what was his villain care that we just literally named just now uh, uh i i don't it's been so long he was like a priest type character yeah he was in like an evil priest it was pretty cool actually i think as a great actor both you know um him and joaquin phoenix as both great actors i think they can really pull off something that uh would be different you know, just something different to the table, whether it is with a mask. Maybe he can actually do a voice, you know, like Tom Hardy did with the Bane. Oh, I don't know. God, I, ho I hope not. That's literally what I was going to just go into. Maybe he can really do hope a voice not. that will overplay the laziness of the mask or anything that DC will do to mess it up. <laughs> that we're kind of, we're trying to underplay this so he'll be much better on the screen if he actually does it. Yeah, thank Yo, no, absolutely. And we're, we're hopefully... <clears throat> Seeing this as a positive, maybe in a right turn. I know, I mean, we all love this guy already here on the Fulcrum Report and, you know, Star Wars fans as nerd culture. Uh, Owen McGregor, you know, you can almost always get two thumbs up for that guy. Do you, um, <laughs> I'm going to go to Harrison. Harrison, do you feel like this is maybe DC's way of trying to get all the nerds to be, to hush down maybe a little bit and, uh, hey, it's okay. We, we got a nice actor this time. It's not Jesse Eisenberg. Thank you, Dakota, for mentioning that. It's not Jesse Eisenberg. It's not a blah, blah, blah. We have Ewan McGregor. 
and uh, and also for good measures, do you yeah? What do you think we're doing with the voice? I know uh, Black Mask. He's normally um, has like a New York accent, if I can believe, <clears throat> and he's just kind of muffled behind the mask. So, um, Harrison, just if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, in terms of the voice, I think it probably will uh, be some sort of North American accent. Um, you McGregor has been doing them for years uh, in loads of roles, so I think you know he's versatile enough to, to get that. It'll be sad if it gets like very, like typical New York gangster. Yeah, you know this is what it's gonna be because uh, a lot of English actors tend to do that, and it does it does um, cause trouble in believing it. Um, in terms of like them trying to make the the fans happy, I think. Uh, Warner Brothers are in a very delicate balancing act with their DC movies, uh, especially Birds of Prey, because it seems to be that, that basically that they're like they don't have as much of a budget for it, but they need big names to get people in. So they're like, okay, who can we afford that people know? Yeah, and, and we like, have Margot Robbie in it at least. That's like the biggest name from the. It's so it, essentially the Birds of Prey is a female team consisting of. Uh, what do we have? They're going to put Harley Quinn in this one, uh, where we also have... Uh, Poison Ivy? Uh, Black, Black Canary. Canary. Huntress. So there's going to be some familiar, um, at least, you know, be maybe a couple C-list characters. So it, it's... Yeah, I, I dig that they're bringing in a bit of a bigger something, because, yeah, you do have to make this low-budget. And um, if you can pull off this low-budget movie with two big kind of actors going off, you know, against each other... Um, I think that'll be something kind of cool, and yeah, we also—it's not just Owen McGregor. We have we have Harley. You know, that's a huge you know huge character that everybody's probably going to be psyched to see again. Um, Marshall, I'm going to go back to you because you always give me the the greatest answers. What are you <laughs> expecting from the? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you expecting from the uh, the accent from uh, <clears throat> from Owen McGregor? Uh... How, how is he going to sound? Well, we gonna, I, I, or is it going to be him within the mask? We're going to have that Scottish accent under the mask. <laughs> Great what I'm thinking is, it, if he is in the mask, they don't necessarily have to use his voice. What, if you what, if you get what I mean. Yeah, but then what would be the if, point of if, using Ewan McGregor? <laughs> for, 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 you know, Tom Hardy didn't sound like Tom Hardy when he, he was playing Bane. I guess that's true. So that's they true. don't necessarily have to use Ewan McGregor's voice once he's in the mask. Because he's sexy. <laughs> and also that, yeah. He's got such great cheekbones. Yeah, I mean, look at that chin. <laughs> Gilbert, what are, and this is we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's funny that you guys keep bringing up the accent thing cause, uh, with the, uh, the New Yorker thing because I keep thinking Venom. Do you see there possibly being a Venom mishap with the, yo, I'm, I'm a reporter? Do you, do you see possibly oh, that happening no. ever? But... <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, I, I like Ewan McGregor. I think Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor is a much better actor than Tom Hardy, so I, I like to believe no. But maybe, yeah. who knows? So uncivilized. <laughs> Just for meme, meme purposes, my fingers are crossed. That is a garbage fire and that we get <laughs> like the most disastrous he, killing he, performance. He has to have some Obi-Wan lines in there. He has hello to. Hello there. Or he doesn't laugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first time he sees Batman, he's like, hello there. Exactly. It's exactly. over, Harley. I have the high ground. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. 
So let's get on to our next subject. I know, right? (laughs) It gets pretty (laughs) dangerous once you actually start. And the comedic answers. I mean, we have a thousand. (laughs) So let's let's wait and see what we got. But um, let's go on. Actually, um, it seems like we're going pretty strong with the DC this week. Um, You know, I'm sure Marvel's going to be coming up with their Infinity War stuff any any week now. Or Infinity War 2. Um, we have so much murmuring of that stuff. So let's get in our DC stuff while we can. It's something we didn't really get to talk about a whole bunch here. Um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Um, apparently it's like an Elseworlds tale, so it's set separate from the DC universe. So we just got done talking Birds of Prey, so I guess that universe is continuing. We got Shazam, Aquaman, we got Birds of Prey coming. So hopefully they're continuing with that. Um, but over here, um, in this corner of the DC universe, uh, they're doing something different. They're doing a Joaquin Phoenix, like Joker origin type movie. But, uh, for all you guys that haven't heard the big twist, apparently, um, with this one is that the Joker is going to be the half brother of Bruce Wayne. Um, I don't know if, uh, if, oh, uh, what? Yeah, if the, if the, yeah, so apparently, um, Thomas, Wayne, Thomas Wayne apparently has this like bastard son somewhere, and uh, it's the Joker. So, Gilbert, I, let's start with you. Yeah, I, go for it. I, uh, what? <laughs> that, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ruining Batman. I love it but when why, the Gilbs why get angry. Does this, yeah, but Gilbert, you know, <laughs> it's easy for a fan, especially, you know, us to say, that, I, oh, that ruins it. Not, why does it ruin it? Because that's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. I, oh, the Joker okay, and Batman are brother. No, no. I don't want to hear it. No. No? <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just... I think that's a no. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Uh, I was just, I'm curious because... Um, I don't know what they're even doing with this movie. It seems like they're starring some sort of like origin. I don't know if the Joker is going to be the Joker because well, he's like this forgotten son of Gotham or something. And, uh, and Bruce Wayne's getting all the... I mean, I could see some cool potential stories. Well, do you, But where do you see the room for like major disaster? I mean... Personally, I find the room for major disaster is in, I mean, with all the diehard fans. I mean, if, if taking creative licenses with certain of the, with some of the characters as they've done with, with in the last few years, it's ended up leading to really bad things and turned a lot of people off of the DC universe. And I mean, this is going to be... Eisenberg. Yeah, exactly. And this is going to be nothing... This is not going to be anything different. I'm just... It's going to just make more people who... And I mean, Batman is the, is the, char- is the hero that like, kind of makes DC's money. So they're, they're going to end up... They're going to shoot themselves in the foot again. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm, if that's true, I'm out. I'm just completely out. I don't want nothing to do with that. Here, I'm going to have Dakota go for it. Dakota has something to... Yeah, no, what were you saying? I was just saying, I hope they really give us another origin story of how Batman's parents died, because I'm still lost on all of the 15 remixes <laughs> of that scene. Oh, yeah, and they have to have another <laughs> slow-mo how shot of the pearls die. and all that. They, they, just, they, need to, they need to do that again Which and again. Which one is it? <laughs> I'm hoping it's still the Joker that killed them, like, but you know, like seven-year-old Joker, <laughs> his brother. Yeah. yeah. His oh brother my God! It's like him. some like twisted little kid, like in an alley, and then like Bruce Wayne sees this, or maybe it's like a teenager that kills the parents or something, and Bruce Wayne is just standing there, like seeing some teenager, his brother. Kill. I don't know. I see potential for it being wacky. Dakota, w- w- I don't know. Or do you see this being a negative or a positive? Um, I know I'm super married. You like, uh, you know, all of us fans are married to the, the comics and everything. But I don't mind occasionally breaking away, away from that if you can tell it the right way. What do you think? 
Well, I think the most successful Marvel and DC movies have been the ones that have stuck to the comics. Me, I don't read the comic. I have no idea what's going on. I walked into Avengers Infinity War knowing nothing. So when I saw the ending with everyone dead, I was like, shit, or crap, wow, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is crazy. So I think if they just stick to the comics in a, in a way and mix it up a little bit, but that will be the most appeasing to the fans and it'll make more money. It'll get more of the diehard fans to come. So... Just give the people what they want because they're the ones that are going to be first in line. These fans are going to be the one making this movie a blockbuster and even a movie to talk about during the summer. So if you give the people, your fans, the ones that pay for your merchandise, what they want, they will always be the loyal fans to see your next movie. Just Agreed. like Star Wars. Very it much agree. up and downs. And it, it, their, their fan base is very schizophrenic and mixed up. So I think they just got to stick to one mindset when it comes to making these films because it's all over the place right now <laughs> yeah absolutely we talked about it a lot we rated um it was pretty fun last week we we did a rating on the uh what what we thought of the what disney has given us since since 2015 and yeah it's very like it's polarizing you have we're all split down the center so it'd be smart to yeah listen to the fans um, see what they want and go from there first and then you know start taking your creative differences but if you don't have the fans in those seats if the fans of the movies don't want to go see this you know if the characters don't want to go see this what makes you think that non-fans are going to go see a joker origin movie you know eventually people are going to get sick of this stuff and if the fans get sick first that's when the thing dies you know Right, and how is this different from every other origin story of every superhero? How many times do we have to see people's parents die and just different remixes of the same story? We read the comics, we know how it happens. Now give us another visual story on how everyone becomes who they are. I don't know, just something different. I need, exactly. I need different. Cause there are 13 Halloween movies. I need something <laughs> different. Right. All right. Here, uh, Marshall, I'm going to go to you. I want you to I want you to give me two scenarios. You're going to give me a scenario where th this storyline turns out well, and you can Oof. tell me how this, this could turn out well, and then you're going to give me a scenario where th how this story could turn out uh, like <clears throat> a garbage fire. So why don't we start with the positive first? How, how, how could the Joker being half-brothers with Bruce Wayne turn out well? Okay. I think it'll be positive if uh, uh, in the film... They say they're half brothers, but in the end, it turns out they're not, and then everyone gets what they want. The negative outcome is literally the opposite of what I just said. It just sticks. <laughs> no, I don't know what else okay. to tell you, Seb. They, uh, thank you. Well, I'm telling you, they're gonna kill him. <laughs> Okay, now, Harrison, I want to ask you this one, and then we're going to move on to our next subject. Um, do you... They're starting... Like, okay, so this is an origin story. We're starting fresh again with the Joker. Do you see them possibly wanting to, to build more off of this? Maybe not just make it a one-off movie? Um, do you see them possibly even, you know, building off of this one, having sequels or, I don't know, a Bruce or a Batman movie with that being the Batman of this Joker universe, you know, where do you see this going? Or is it just, you know, I don't even know what the, what I'm going to be watching <laughs> next year. Um, I think that Warner Brothers, when they're making their DC movies, are entirely cynical and money driven. Um, and I think that they will only do more of these movies with this Joker if it makes enough money. 
Um, and that's the only reason they're making this film is they're like, ah, oh, you know, all these DC fans, they hate our films. What things do they like? They really love the Joker. Fine, give him his own film. Um, and like, like, I think one of the things about this decision to make him Batman's half brother just shows you how little regard they have for their own source material. Mm-hmm. When they're making these movies, they like just kind of hand it off. And now, why? Why does this? I heard the news, and I understand why would this throw fans into such an uproar? Why doesn't making them related? If this just is a standalone <clears throat> origin story, and it possibly has story purposes to why this guy goes psycho and puts on clown makeup and dyes his hair green, I mean. Uh, if this is a one-off story, why why is it such a big deal if it's not going to really taint the rest of anything else? I'll, t- I'll tell you what, like, like, part of it is that he, um, a key part of the Joker and his relationship with Batman is that the Joker is such an enigma to Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman just doesn't understand him. And even if we as readers can like find out his origin story, the Batman is always still left in the dark. And he's this weird... Like puzzle that he can never work out. You know, the world's greatest detective can't solve this riddle. Yeah. Um, and and this connecting them like that, and like you know, you know that at some point in this movie, the Joker's going to look at Batman and go, "Brother." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah the, and it's going to be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> the thing is, though, that their their relationship is, you know, so good on its own without them being related. That they, they, there's no need to make them half brothers. You know. It just wouldn't make exactly. sense. I've always, I think Lego Batman did it the best, even having them almost have like a, a romantic relationship, and that you know, yeah, even, that was a, a cool way to tell the story. And that's saying something. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we made a joke last week. How do you fix the DC universe? You make them all Lego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was you, Harrison, right? Yeah. Yep. You just turned everything <laughs> Lego. So I guess that's the solution to this chair uh, or this Joaquin Phoenix movie. You just Legoize it and <laughs> solve everything. Yeah. Or make a movie. We also have this theory here on the Fulcrum Report, uh, Dakota. And maybe we have a theory that that DC makes these these you know uh, un, you know these poorly rated movies so that they can make the, its material for their Lego movies and their animated. Uh, DC movies and they're hard. <laughs> well, yeah, I've always wondered that because, you know, Marvel has all these movies, 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 and then it builds up to like an Avengers movie or like their own standalone collection. So when people see the Guardians of the Galaxy and all these people in one movie, like, wow, my God, they got all these actors on one movie. For the DC, you know, the best we got was Suicide Squad. And and that was like the first one. There was no build up to that. There's no build up. Like, here you go. There's no epic anything. So. Really, DC has to rely on these standalone movies to carry it along, and they keep remixing Joker and Batman. So I'm just, you know, here waiting for some kind of big Avengers movie of DC. Yeah, that was what. Um, positive, a positive idea when I give to DC is Aquaman is looking quite interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Even Black Manta, it looks like. I'm totally down, and I think this is maybe the only way you could do the Aquaman movie right, but if you literally just rip that guy straight from the comics and just put it straight on the film, like, I think that's maybe the only possible way you can make this work, because I saw Black Manta, like, jump down from some sort of, there's a sequence, and it looked like something I literally, it looks like hand-drawn almost, it's so beautiful. Uh, I think that's possibly the only way you could do characters like that, Um, so I, I don't know. 
Um, let's get a quick uh, yay or nay for the DC, the future of the DC universe. I see Aquaman being promising. Um, we have Ewan now. I don't know. So do we have a yay for the DC succeeding or a nay? Eh. Eh. That's a eh for Marshall. Harrison? I mean... Um, I'd say a nay. I could see maybe uh, if, if Aquaman goes well, like it'll be like um, with Fox and the X-Men where we'll like kind of retcon everything else but we'll hang on to Jason Momoa as Aquaman because people like him. <laughs> yeah. Do you see there almost being like a Days of Futures Past situation where uh, Aquaman and Wonder no. Woman have to go back in time and fix the... <laughs> I don't know, like, if they did that where then, like, they just met every different version of Batman they've done, I'd be very happy with that, like a really old I've Michael Keaton. i always wanted to do that. <laughs> I wanted to do, like, a Spider, uh, Spider-Verse movie, almost, but with everything DC's ever done. That way you can have the Michael Keaton Batman stand next oh, to the... Can the, uh, you imagine? You... Yeah. They bring they all the it. Batman back. Well, yeah, Michael Keaton's Batman could be um, the Batman from uh, Dark Knight Returns, the... Um... Okay, I see where you're at on that. You you hope there's promise. Now, if they're ever going to do any of that, that stuff we have in our head. Hey, DC, li- watch the Fulcrum Report. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag them in, and hopefully they'll they'll listen to us. <laughs> Gilbert, yay, <laughs> yay or nay, right? Uh, yay or nay for the future of the DC universe? We have a promising Aquaman. Hopefully, uh, do do you see a positive or do you see it crashing and burning? I say an angry meh. An angry meh. <laughs> Not just a regular meh. An angry one. I'm just like I don't. I don't want. They're ruining my favorite character. Hulk angry. I'm just going back to the emoji movie, and the main character of that is meh. Yep. But I just imagine an, an angry meh, and that's what you look like, Gilbert. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> that with your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on to the next subject in a second, but uh, Dakota, uh, sorry to leave you last, but absolutely not least. Uh, are we doing a yay or nay for the future? Do you think we can pull up and have something comparable to the DC? We could have a, an edgier, hot topic kind of darkish, cool vibe if we do this right. Do you see that happening? I really, really want to say yay, con- considering my brother really likes Marvel, and it feels like it's my obligated job to be against him, but I want to say yay. <laughs> But I guess it'll take a couple months until Aqu- when's Aquaman coming out? Um, December. December. So we'll see that okay. next month. We're, we'll actually, um, for all you listening to the Fulcrum Report, we're going to do an Aquaman uh, review. We did a Venom review that has got lost in the archives. Uh, hopefully, we'll pop out with that somewhere. But uh, we'll we'll do an Aquaman review also. I, I definitely see us needing to do something with then that. Then I will say yay or nay in December. Okay, cool. So we're going to wait till <laughs> Aquaman. Do you, do you see that being the turning point? That will be my deciding factor because it looks really cool, and I'm gonna be very surprised if it actually doesn't do bad but i also said that about suicide squad so this should be this should say be about justice league and, and justice league yeah and we say it every time three for three for three yeah i i'd agree with you i tend to agree with you i enjoy about half the dc movies so this might be a good one shazam might totally suck so crossed, yeah. <laughs> yeah well who knows who knows uh shazam looks cool too i want to talk more about that maybe some next week um, i'm hoping we'll get some more like trailers around come Aquaman time that way we'll have more to talk about with Shazam because it looks it looks totally dope but we don't have a whole bunch other than him punching some bricks and and uh beating up guys in convenience stores (laughs) so (laughs) let's let's go on um I didn't realize this to be so much of a DC episode but uh let's talk about something kind of cool or (laughs) cool or uncool depending on what you guys think BlizzCon 2018 
Uh, oh boy. I, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I already got it. Oh boy. Um, yeah. No, Dakota actually surprised me. He he. So you played uh, StarCraft and WarCraft growing up? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So there's something in here actually that you're gonna be psyched for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> yep. Um, are you are you a fan of Blizzard? And if so, did you see anything from BlizzCon? Tell me what you got psyched for. Or, uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you guys, but unfortunately, I I'm not the biggest fan of Blizzard games. I'm I don't really play any Blizzard games. <laughs> no, it's so I, I don't really have an opinion on any of the stuff that came out. <laughs> Pass the ball to me, no? Gilbert. I got you. By all means. Okay. Cool. Go for so, it. passing the ball to Marshall. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, I'm a big fan of Diablo, especially okay, Diablo 3. perfect. I knew you were going to talk about that. Let's talk about this. And we've been waiting for a new Diablo game for so long. And right at the very end of BlizzCon, they announced Diablo, a new Diablo game for mobile only. Ooh. The, the whole crowd booed. No, see... Exactly, Gilbert. I had your... Si- okay, the whole crap. <laughs> then they had a Q&A at the end, and some guy asked if it was an out-of-season April Fool's joke. <laughs> wow, dude. I mean, I mean, wow. What's what's so bad about it, about a uh, mobile game? I'm totally because- with you, Gilbert. Uh, because, uh, like, Diablo's been around forever. Why not have uh, the amazing Diablo in, the po- you know, in my pocket while I'm on my lunch break at work? Why not because bust out it's- some Diablo? Because it looks like a crap mobile game. And is it going to be a crap mobile game? Or is it going to be yes, a Diablo they had, game on they my had phone? They had footage of it. We want a proper Diablo game on console and PC. Right. Do you think it also, a, it, it's guarantees that they're going to take all your money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It looks like the... Now, do you think there's a, a glimmer of hope that this is a fully fleshed out Diablo on your phone? Because that's oh, the dream. No, no. I have no problem of it being on my phone if it's Diablo on my phone. Look, look, at, we're even... look at the gameplay. If you watch the gameplay and you love Diablo, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just, yeah. Now, do you, okay, Harrison, you're talking. So do you see, do you see the, I even see it with Bethesda, instead of coming, you know, announcing or even showing off any footage of Elder Scrolls, they show you Elder Scrolls Blades, the, the, the phone game that you can, that you can play while you're taking a whiz now. You can play Elder Scrolls one-handed now, apparently. Do you see future companies, like, taking these big franchises and kind of just, like, pawning them off into the phone region? Yeah, I, I think so. I think um, everyone's trying to find the one that works. Um, you know, so mm. we've had absolute disasters, like we had with Dungeon Keeper, um, and then we've had, you know, like weird little things like some of the Final Fantasy stuff and the some of the, the things they put out that kind of worked. So I think. Did you guys ever try the Final Fantasy Pocket thing with that? Did you guys ever test it? I tried it out, and I wasn't super impressed. Uh, no. I did myself no. <laughs> Yeah, it was like final. It was the hundred percent narrative of the game, but with all the fun stuff that you like cut out, like all the mini, <laughs> like all the side quests. Is it? It turned it into a linear like Funko Pop game. It was really weird. I don't know. I didn't dig it, and I, <laughs> I did not I, I, buy the game. So I think everyone's seen the success of uh, Hearthstone because that's probably yeah. the only mobile game I've ever, ever you know used is Hearthstone, and then. Uh, the guys who made The Witcher have made their own card game for mobile, and you know Bethesda are doing it now as well, and Valve. 
Yeah, what's Valve's coming out? I heard that one got a huge uh, one. It's yeah, supposed to be the Hearthstone killer. I can't. I can never remember the name, but yeah, it's just a card game. <laughs> right, that's bad marketing. Hearthstone, uh, Dakota. You'll walk out of here, and eventually, if I if we talk about Hearthstone enough, you'll remember Hearthstone. I can't remember the other stuff. <laughs> Wait, we've been speaking English this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where we lost Dakota. Okay, let's talk. Uh, Marshall, you're still familiar with some more Blizzard uh, IP, and Harrison too. Are you familiar with some? Some of the, the IP of Blizzard. I am familiar with it. I, I don't really play it. Um, cause okay, so Marshall's my guy on this yeah, one. Yeah, he's definitely your guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and then, yeah, well, let's talk about Warcraft real quick. We got Warcraft. Uh, there, I've heard the the constant uh, outcries for a Warcraft 4, and we mm. get a Warcraft 3 remastered. Is this enough? Uh, no, because people are complaining about that now as well. Apparently they've changed the gameplay completely, and they're setting it up for like a big market to sell skins and and stuff like Ew. they did with Diablo okay. Three. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and actually Blizzard have keep uh, removing the Diablo announcement video on YouTube because the dislikes had reached over three hundred thousand. Wow! So they rem they removed the video three times and re-uploaded it to like reset the likes. <laughs> so to it doesn't look so bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I think they're currently sitting at about 200,000 now. Dang. And once people noticed 100,000 dislikes had gone missing, <laughs> they knew that they were re-uploading <laughs> the video. It's the Justin Bieber video of Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so you, now for me, when I heard they were remastering one of the greatest uh, strategy games of all time, I got psyched because I didn't play it when it was mm. around so to play a nice new clean fresh version i was psyched for but now hearing that there's some negatives with it i don't know um yeah, as a I, whole blizzcon uh, what were you gonna say marshall uh, I'd, I'd say the only positive from blizzcon was if yeah, you're an over if you're an overwatch fan which i am massively uh we got the new hero announcement there was a new animation and they announced some overwatch cereal so <laughs> yeah, yeah. lucio's right <laughs> yeah lucio's <laughs> yeah Where's that going to be available? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's just going to be for you guys in America. I, I doubt we'll get it here in the UK. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah you guys suck. Gonna, no, gonna... send, send me a box, suck. please, Gilbert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that and some, uh, fun, you know, the Funko Pops. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. They have their own cereal, the Funkos. Yeah. Funkos. yeah. Jealous. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> When if you got a free Funko in it, an o, you better make a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> the Fulcrum Repo. Let's rename. <laughs> there you go. For... <laughs> Have our I own cereal. Tried. That'll be the quiz question for next week. Give you the Fulcrum Report's official cereal name. <laughs> okay, so overall, and then I'm going to wrap it up, but overall, it seems, you know, for BlizzCon, I don't know. I see it from two different angles. First of all, I, I heard people being dis people are always kind of disappointed at BlizzCon for the most part because they get they they have ideas of what it's going to be in their head and it never is. So my expectations are always tampered for BlizzCon. Um, but this is like a big event, and to show off, you know, you you get all these fans sitting in front of a screen, and to show off, oh, you get. I mean, Overwatch character is amazing, but to hold this event where people spend, you know, how much money to go see a character released, 
um, for a couple games, um, and then a mobile game announced and uh, a remaster. No new games, and these are all trailers that could have essentially just been released on YouTube, you know, and which they are. I mean, but like without a, a crowd, do you feel like they wasted people's times? Um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna start with Dakota on this one. Uh, I just want to say, uh, my friend works for Blizzard, and he, you know, he travels and he like dedicates his whole weekend. We to won't this, say his so name on the show. <laughs> I won't say his name, or uh, we won't we won't be friends anymore. But he, like, <laughs> he's been working for them for a few years now, and he was so disappointed by this one. He's actually made it verbal on his social media that he's not going back next year. So I just feel I feel bummed because he's really dedicated about it, loves the brand, <clears throat> and it's just come to this where they just let him down this time. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Marshall, were mm-hmm. first of all, were you let down as a? I, I I don't know if as like gamer fans and Blizzard fans, like I said, I kind of knew what to expect. I tempered my expectations. Did were wh- what did you feel walking out of this? Of course, there is disappointment, but were you ready for that disappointment? Uh, no, not not whatsoever. I, I definitely. So you were expect... wondering? You, did you really think they'd after just having a? I don't know. I'm not trying to attack you or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Devil's advocate. As a fan, did you really think after just releasing Diablo three on the Switch that they were going to announce literally a couple weeks later uh, a Diablo four? Oh no! I I was I was certain they weren't going to announce Diablo four, but I, I did expect another expansion. Okay, something. You wanted something, yeah. at least. Yeah, uh, we didn't af- get any somethings, really. Mm. You're paying as for soon- it. Might as well get something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as they put it out for Switch, so close to BlizzCon, I thought, you know, they're, they're going to set up some DLC or something, but alas, oh, we didn't. Oh, yeah, and then they announced uh, there was a couple little things. Um, also, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, and I can ask all you guys, because, you know, we all have the same, at least, gamer opinion, but... Um, so Heroes of the Storm is essentially this all-star uh, game for Blizzard characters, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they announced this new character that's an original character. For a Blizzard fan, is this like an absolute no-no? Or do you like that they've added this new character within your all-star game? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. As long as it's cool, then I don't see, I don't see why not. Okay, so fans aren't extremely married to this being a... Oh, this has to only be. Bl- I mean, at one p- at what point would you not welcome a character into to Heroes of the Storm? Uh, would well, it have to be a third party character, or like you know, you don't want to see? I don't know. Yeah, if it was something Is, you know, from Thanos. some like, <laughs> yeah, like some ridiculous cross promotion. Like if I don't know, Totino's Pizza Roll sponsored Heroes of the Storm, and you just got a Totino's character. Just like, yeah, I'll draw the line there. <laughs> or a giant Dorito. <laughs> I remember playing Plays vs. Zombie, and one of the characters for that was uh, they had like a promotion with Cheetos. I had like a Cheeto class character. <laughs> Jeez. That was pretty rad. Um, and then, uh, what was the other thing? Okay, and then last thing, we, we also got the. Uh, we we got the announcement of like the classic World of Warcraft coming back. Are you are, are should we be excited about this? I've heard. I know for like complaints. a lot of hardcore fans, they're all excited about vanilla Warcraft. Is this what that is? And yeah, from from what I can tell, everyone's pretty divided on it. Like some people don't want to play on the classic servers. Some people just want to play regular WoW. But I, I don't play it that much to be honest. So I'm just gonna go and let those guys fight over <laughs> there in the corner. <laughs> 
exactly okay cool 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 <laughs> thank you marshall for all your input yeah i'm, I'm i love the Overwatch. i've always uh, i've known people like i live in california so i've known people that have worked on it for eons um so uh i've always had like a love for the company i personally only play overwatch that's like the only type of game that in blizzards um there's some other ones but you know that's the one i give time to so, but I, I love the company so uh i always keep an eye out for them and see what's yeah. coming out from them um but thank you for being the liaison harrison (laughs) (laughs) uh do you want to give your two cents real quick like like i said people spent a lot of money to come to this thing um and there's verbal letdown i mean dakota a friend of mine he knows of that personally works for the company that is not showing up next year is where are they going wrong and where do they need to course correct for next year because i feel like this is a big no-no and i expect there's to be something huge next year um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, what can they? What can they do? Unless they just make good games, I don't know that people want. <laughs> just um, give them. Just give people what they want. From, from what, what I understand of people who love Blizzard games, they can just add a new person into Overwatch and they'll be happy. Like you know, just smallest, yeah, the, smallest the, the, the problem. The problem doesn't lie with Blizzard. It lies within Activision Blizzard. That's where gotcha. okay, all that's this when... mobile crap's coming from. Gotcha. That's kind of, and if all, it's a little known fact, actually, I don't know how many people know this, but Activision actually owns Blizzard now. They bought them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So that's why, that is why all the, all the, everybody was all tripping. Why is, um, why is Call of Duty on Battle.net? It, it makes sense. Yeah. Activision, Call of Duty, Blizzard, they're all sleeping in the same bed together. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's where that comes from. Marshall, do you think that, in order for next year to be successful, do you just give the fans what they want? Give them a Diablo 4, give them an expansion pack at that, give them a new game at least, give them something. What will, what will, what was the one thing that this year needed that would have uh, at least brought everybody out with a smile on their face? Uh, Diablo 3 expansion was definitely needed. Or okay. next year, that they have to do something good with Diablo. Because they're going to lose so much good faith with the Diablo community after this, they they need to bring that back. Yeah, uh, because it's a it's a game, and like people have finished this game, right? I'm sorry. Haven't people? Is this game unlimited, or is there like an end that could be reached? Uh, I don't think we know that much about it yet. They they only showed off like a bit of gameplay. Oh, but I'm they... talking about like the the base Diablo three. Can that game be completed? Oh. Have, have are there fans sitting around right now that have absolutely maxed out all possibilities of what they can yeah. do in that game? Okay, I yeah, there's... then give them a new game already. Come on, it's not <laughs> it's not really a Destiny type game where it's constant stuff to to be going on, right? Uh, yeah, you can do that. You you've got like 16 difficulties as well, and loads of characters you can play through, similar to Destiny. You know, okay. there's different characters you can start from the beginning with and dungeons to go through and stuff here i'll tag blizzard in this also blizzard just just make a new like just just add a new number on to whatever you your fans <laughs> like they'll be happy yeah a hearthstone expansion warcraft 4. you know warcraft <laughs> yeah. 4 i can just imagine next year hearthstone 2 <laughs> oh no no they wait they make way they too wouldn't, much money. they wouldn't i know i know i know it's just... <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's wrap it up. Let's go back to our quiz question. Uh, we got the quiz question of the week. 
what what singer or performer from this t- you know this period of time do you think <laughs> there will be a life story movie about? We're getting Bohemian Raps uh, a Bohemian Rhapsody, a movie about Freddie Mercury. You know, there's a different actor so uh, playing this <clears throat> character. So you know, cool. So uh, Gilbert, let's start with you for the quiz question. I think I would make it probably uh, I don't know like the Jonas Brothers or something like that. Just make it just to make it fun. Oh, yeah. Just be like a di- just goes, you know, we're all Star Wars and Disney and whatever, so why not? Okay, cool. Right on. Do you have at least like one character playing one of the some Yeah, you I know don't what? know. You can I'll pick give, all the I'll give, it, I'll give it Benedict Cumberbatch will be uh, Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and then Gilbert for both or for whoever wants to chime in for both points. You approve what were you saying, uh, Dakota? <laughs> Oh, I was just saying Justin Bieber. I think I think that would be a beautiful fall. Okay, okay. What a climactic life he's already had in the few years he's been famous, and he's so infamous for the wrong uh, things he's done, and so famous for the very few good things he has done. So I think for the rest of his life, he's, there's going to be a lot more of a roller coaster, and I think that would be a beautiful movie to watch. Yeah, no, even seeing him as a child, I know, yeah, it's laughable, but um, we don't know his end, the end to his story. This is 30 years from now. I mean, he could be be chilling and wherever, yeah. or he could be... <laughs> president you Bieber. Know, Young fame. Pres- he could be a president, he could have passed away, but in 30 years, we don't know. So yeah, to see a movie about Justin Bieber from his childhood, it would be a weird movie, actually. Um, Dakota, hypothetically, we're, uh, do you want to cast an actor to play Justin Bieber? Hair color, I have no idea, but I would probably say one of the Stranger Things kids. What? Okay, cool. Oh, right on. One of those. Mm. Okay, Whoever's that's not... the good-looking one. <laughs> yeah, you can always throw a bowl cut. Uh, on the, the, the curly-haired kid? <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah, remember his name. Be, oh, God. Maybe. The kid that's missing his two front teeth? That would be amazing. Yeah, he... <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Thank you, Dakota. Uh, Gilbert, for for extra points, uh, do you have a tragedy to the to the ending of the Jonas Brothers? How how does yeah this, one of them one know, of them tries to be an actor uh, and then that Jumanji movie fails miserably. <laughs> oh. Cool. <coughs> right on. True story. True story. <laughs> See, it's funny because it's okay. true. <laughs> right on. Thank you so much, Gilbert, and thank you Dakota for your answer. Um, okay, let's go on to Marshall. Uh, Marshall, who do we have? Uh, what, what what singer from this lifetime are we going to make a movie into? Well, uh, I'd love to tell you, but I'd uh, I'd rather show you. So if you if you turn your yeah, di- so uh, if you guys attention... look into the chat oh, no, or onto no, no, the screen no, no. right now. If you look at the general chat, uh, it's sending. Uh, Post Malone. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, it, it's not... It's... <laughs> in the next wait, wait, Home Alone film, oh here we go, and and, and we're calling it uh, oh. Post po- oh Post Malone, gosh. Home Alone. You know? Did you just make that? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, that is. <laughs> oh no, he's the ugliest person I've ever seen. Dang. So yeah, in it's the entertainment business. Damn you, so Marshall. Post Malone gets. Uh... <laughs> that is so horrifying. The, the story is he, he uh, one Christmas he's on his own and he gets super high. And then two guys try to break in his house, and then he sets all these elaborate traps for them. And this time they succeed. I love it, I love it, I love it. Cool. And then uh, Harrison, who, who, uh, what singer from this generation is going to have a movie about them 30 years from now? 100%. It is our boy, Jesus Kanye. 
That would be my second choice for sure. I, Dakota's a I huge mean, Cardiff fan. Yeah. Huge. Okay, so that might happen it. in the next five years, let alone the next thirty. <laughs> <laughs> So so go for it. So okay. So uh, mm. so we see Kanye having a tragic downfall. Uh, how do we see the end of well, his life? Well, multiple. I'm assuming because I I predict that Kanye is probably going to be dead in like, the next three years. <laughs> oh, I'm dang. assuming there's going to be he's going to fall off a building somewhere, like having an argument with a TMZ cameraman, um, or he's going to turn up. I am He's going to turn up claiming that he can solve the Gaza Strip crisis um, by handing out Supreme shirts. Um, and then, and, and that's going to be gone. And as soon as he's gone, then, um, you know, uh, then uh, Kim Kardashian will then own his estate, which then means Jeez. that uh, Chris Jenner will then own his estate, and Chris Jenner will immediately sell the movie. Um, and so I'm thinking, I'm thinking we might get like Michael B. Jordan. To play Kanye? Of course. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Jeez. Well, okay. You just mess up his jaw a little bit. Just give him a grill. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to win him an Oscar. Like uh, like when your boy Joaquin Phoenix played uh, Johnny Cash. It'll just be like that. Oh, gosh. Oh. That's saying something. Right, right on. Go fire. You gotta call, uh, you gotta, you gotta call, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Marshall, for bonus points, which actress is playing Kim Kardashian? Oh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. <laughs> In his most challenging role yet. Matthew McConaughey can do it, so can Benedict. The man could do anything. Okay, cool. So, okay, man, I have a lot to choose from. So I got the Jonas Brothers, I got Justin Bieber, and I have uh, Kanye. Oh geez, they're all such great answers. And then, Don't forget uh, Post Malone. And Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the Post Malone first. Okay, so we got one. Vote. Um, okay. Oh geez, I am gonna. Um, Dakota, you're gonna get one. Um, but since you're not a regular guest, Dakota wins this week. I would love to see Justin Bieber movie. I think um, artistically, I think artistically, it could definitely be done. It could be a trippy movie, seeing him be a YouTube star, and then who knows, uh, end up in a ditch. So I find that being a very interesting movie. Um, but edit. So Dakota, you win uh, yes. this week, and then for our, uh, we have our guys on the show. We actually keep record of this. So uh, let's give it to. Um, I'm gonna give it to Harrison. I see they're actually yes. being. I see they're being. Yeah. Icon. He's too big of an icon now. I love the Jonas Brothers, uh, but they yeah. kind of faded. Into yeah, they're not really. Nothing. They're not really relevant anymore. And uh, post Malone, I'm totally. Down. <laughs> that picture's gonna but, hop uh, my Realistically, I, <laughs> it was so well movie. done. Thank you, sir. It'd be a horror movie. I hope I've ruined Home Alone for everyone this Christmas. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's going to be it for this week's episode. Um, Gilbert, thank you so much for being on. Um, you said you're finishing uh, Obi and Anakin number five. Any other plugs? Uh, no, not at the moment, but yeah, thank you for having me as always. Glad to be here. And then uh, also we have Marshall. Marshall, thank you. Mashinaba man. Uh, <laughs> Dakota sitting here like, what are all these, these inside jokes? Uh, you got to go back and watch them. Uh, but thank you so much for being on. Any plugs for us uh, this week? No, no plugs this week, unfortunately. But uh, thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Perfect. No, thank you so much. And um, 
we'll get you in on that comic. I, I, when there's an Obi comic, uh, you know, if I'll cast you as Obi for sure. <laughs> I appreciate I that. It. Thank you. Yeah. And, and Harrison, I'm sure we have something for you too, but uh, thank you, Marshall, for being on. <laughs> no problem. Cool. Harrison, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always great. You just got done with Talktober. I, I didn't actually, I didn't manage to make it all the way through uh, Talktober. So I, um, nice. I missed the last week, unfortunately. Um, oh, that's okay. We, you, you made an effort. Yeah, we, we got we got twenty four recordings up there, so that's pretty cool. That's um, that's a feat, man. Out of thirty one days, you did it. You did quite a bit. And they were all enjoyable, Harrison. They were very. Good. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Cool. Right on. So, you got anything else coming? Um, I've mentioned it uh, the last couple of weeks, um, but uh, the Figment, the Journey into Imagination. Uh, video as a comic dub that I was in and it got released very recently so it's now out on YouTube and everyone can go watch it and I'm really proud of it and you absolutely should go Perfect. watch it because I, I actually watched it it's it's awesome go watch it cool yeah no I'm gonna go check it out yeah I'm psyched for it Harrison you have a great voice thank you so much for being on the Thank show you. it is always a pleasure cool 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 and uh, Dakota, thank you, thank you so, so, so much for making time out of your busy schedule to to come sit in uh, my little room with all my uh, disturbing uh, collectibles around and, <laughs> and film this show. <laughs> um, it's it's been a blast having you. Uh, do you have any projects that you're in liberty to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Uh, just something that I said from the beginning. You know, my movie Savage on Prime. I have some other movies and projects coming out later this year, but I can't really promote them because they're not even real yet. But something I did learn from this whole experience with you guys, it was really nice to meet you guys from the other side of the, the world. Uh, we're all in the entertainment industry, whether it be games, movies, music videos, music. Everyone needs to make something new. You need to create something just to you know keep it fresh, keep it new, keep it interesting, keep it different. Because otherwise you're going to lose people's attention spans, which are already growing shorter and shorter by the year. So I think this is great just to keep it going whether it's uh, verbal, visual, doesn't matter. I just, for the, everyone we're talking to, Blizzard, Marvel, keep it new, keep it different. Star and keep Wars. everything yeah. that you're producing and putting out for the world different. And you'll keep your loyal fans loyal. We need loyalty these days. It's really hard to come by. So let's start a relationship with our, mm-hmm. um, with our fans. I love it. Thank you guys so yeah, much. Absolutely. Thank you so much to go for being on. That's always been my thing too on this show. Um, it's about the fans first. I never, anybody that's watching this show who's made it to this point or uh, I will always put your comments in the video if, if you haven't already been on the show or, uh, you know, I'm all about, I never, you, you see all these big YouTube channels and uh, they're just not reachable. You can message them or comment on any of their 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 uh, posts or something and the majority of the time you won't get anything back. Uh, I, going into this thing, am try, I, I want to be different. I want to, the bigger this show gets, I still, we're still going to talk with you guys. I'm still going to personally comment back when you guys comment and thank you guys. We appreciate you and we wouldn't be anything without you guys we'd just be um people in the chat room you know so um thank you so much dakota (laughs) you know and yeah (laughs) yeah no just absolutely it's 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 just a huge important thing and and for everybody who who has a passion go out there and see if you could make something more of it there's absolutely more that you can you you know we're all star wars fans and all, all we have is mics laptops and a discord and we have a podcast now so you guys can do it too uh, I'm Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Twitter. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe, comment below. 
Um, hit the little bell notification <laughs> so you know when Fulcrum Report comes out and our comment dubs. And then also, yeah, comment below on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, on YouTube. We we constantly mess with you guys, and we we love to joke around. We all have fun sense of humors, and uh, we love you to come join us. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's that's it for this week. Folk Report episode sixteen out. Oh, oh no, it, it's its own thing. Except it's just stealing oh. ideas from uh, from Home Alone. It's just called Post oh, Can we still have like si- like oh, whatever, like sixty year old Joe Pesci? <laughs> Yes. Bring bring Joe Pesci in. And if he's not alive by then, we'll just facial reconstruct him like uh, Rogue One. Yes. (laughs) We will grand muff him. (laughs) That's what we're going to call it.